Hello, everyone, and welcome to Early Childhood Chatter with Dr. Shipley and Dr. Hield. We will upload a new episode every other week on Wednesdays. Twice a month, we will come to you with a 10-minute professional development that you can quickly listen to for new ideas to try. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for notifications about future episodes. Today, we have Sally Nye with us. She is an elementary librarian from the Burlington Area School District. She has also owned a preschool and worked for public libraries. Sally, we are super excited to have you here today, our very first librarian to be on the show. Well, hello, it's, it's great to be here today. Hi, Sally. So the title of your session is Powering Up Through Your Library. Um, when I think about this, I think back to when I was teaching kindergarten and I just think, how could I have used my librarian more? She probably had such cool things. So why is this topic near and dear to your heart? Um, I just, I, I have been both a teacher and a librarian now. And I realized when I was a teacher, I didn't take advantage of the librarians that were in my vicinity as, as well. And, um, and how crazy that was. Um, I just look at teachers, especially during the pandemic and the last couple of years here and how they are so stressed out and so overworked and trying to do everything. And I think it's a really good time for um, teachers to really think about who are my advocates, who are my partners, and really think about people that can help them out in their classrooms to make it even better. To those professionals. Oh, Sally, I will tell you, I had such a great relationship with Ms. Hammer, who was our school librarian, and I just, she was excited about programs and, and materials that she had and resources that she had to share that it made me excited as a classroom teacher. So can you tell us about some of the resources and some of maybe the programs that you have available to share at your school library? Absolutely. Um, it started this summer. Um, I really believe in summer reading, especially um, this summer was especially long for our district. And um, I just feel like kids are not finishing books as they need to. So um, partnering up with the public library was excellent. And um, people forget about the public librarians being there as well and having just excellent resources. So um, this summer we were able to have an, an author visit, a vir virtual author visit with Asia Citro, who did, does the Zoe and Sassafras series. If you don't know that series, it's excellent. Um, she really incorporates science into her books. So if you're looking for some fun activities, um, just finding those Zoe and Sassafras books is excellent. We did some science activities with the kids as well. And um, we're going to have a Harry Potter birthday party and fun events to get kids excited about reading. Um, throughout the school year, I love to have different um, maker events where kids can um, read books and do maker activities extended off of that. I do Battle of the Books where kids read books and have competitions to see who knows those books better. And um, we just have a lot of fun in the library with other virtual author visits and et cetera. Okay, so those sound amazing. And I have to do a plug really quick. Um, Dr. Hild and I had R.L. Stein on our podcast. I don't know if you know that. Oh, um, excellent. Just, That's so much fun. Yeah, it was so cool. And it was really fun to learn about him and Patrick Carmen. They were both on here. So um, if you haven't listened to that episode, it's a few episodes ago. And Sally, I would um, tell you to go listen to it too, because you're doing some cool stuff. I love those author, those virtual author um, visits. Those are so cool. 
that has been one perk of um, the pandemic, just getting more access to authors because getting an author to come to a district is very expensive. And so it's, it's much easier to get the virtual visits to come. And, um, and so that's really been a, a perk if there are any during this time. <laughs> Most definitely. I love that you're doing that. So what are some of the things that you do with your ECE teachers to help them out with their teaching? Do they partner with you? Do they ask for resources? What do they do? Um, it is getting harder in my district because I've been pulled to five schools this next year. And that's happening across our nation where a lot of librarians are being pulled in too many different directions. But I try to get them in whatever we can. And we try to have a weekly time where the kids can get comfortable in the library. I think just getting that listening stamina where the students can listen to stories and get used to sitting and really becoming immersed in those stories is the mo most important thing we can do. And having those extensions of puppets and, and, and things like that. That's so fun. I can see, again, I can see my own library, my home library, and I can see the puppets sitting along the side. So one of my favorite things to do when I walked in there was just see the excitement on Ms. Hammer's face as she said, check out this new resource. So thinking about where we're at right now with the pandemic and obviously schools starting to get back into session and environment starting to be back in person. What might be one thing if I were to kind of go through the doors of your library, what would be something that you would say, check this out? I've been really excited. This summer I was really thinking about um, kids have kind of gotten stuck in their reading mm -hmm. and they're not really quite sure what to read next. And mm -hmm. I ran across this article talking about genre personalities. And um, I've kind of come up with a quiz for kids to take. Um, what kind of reader are you? Are you a thrill seeker? Are you, um, are you a best friend? Do you like reading about problems? So just kind of figuring out their personal preference and then directing them to the books that um, they'll really enjoy, creating guides and posters that will really help that um, reader's guide for those students. So that's something I'm really excited about right now to get the kids taking those quizzes and learning who, what kind of reader they are. That's cool. And one thing I'm really interested in, sorry, Tisha, I don't mean to jump in, but I just have one more question that I'm super eager about. We talk about, about these like print resources and books. How do you, or what do you do with the new digital resources? Um, I definitely have incorporated those. Um, Pebble Go, every early childhood teacher should be using Pebble Go. And, um, and I just set up um, um, Sora through our library as well. Um, we're lucky in Wisconsin, we have a whole um, digital database that the state of Wisconsin, all the schools go together on. And so we can create a pretty big collection of books for our students to use through that. And so um, we're pretty lucky to have some very good ones. Um, World Book is a, another excellent resource as well with great videos for, for kids to look at. I love all of this because um, I was a huge children's literature person. I cooked with children's literature. I used puppets, just like you said. So if you could talk to teachers about fun books throughout the year that they could do thematic units with, integrated units, what do you tell them um, for the early childhood teachers? What are some good ones? Um, I always, always make sure they start off with Mo Willems. And I'm sure they all know Mo Willems, but if they don't, that is just your first starter block. Um, I think students learn so much expression. And even if they can't read, they can learn those words quickly and they create a dialogue with one another. And it, 
it's fun and creative. So that piggy and elephant is amazing. Um, we also, I, I love Mark Mac Barnett, who does a new Jack series. That's really fun as well. And Ballet Cat. There's just all these great new early readers that are fabulous for students to look at. Oh, I know Mo Williams very, um, I love those books and actually use those also to get kids excited about reading. So as we wind down, can you give our readers three takeaways that they will um, get from your presentation both today and also at the Early Childhood Education Conference? Yes. Number one, you are not an island. There are so many great professionals out there just dying to help you out. Um, all your specialists are just wanting to help you out so much. So don't be afraid to let them help and you will create great things. Um, number two, don't be afraid to check out all the great new books. Um, whenever I throw out that there's new books in the library and I set up a display, not every teacher comes to take a look. That is sad. Like, just take advantage of seeing what those new resources are because there's some amazing ones being made out there. And number three, um, let your kids play in books. Let them choose whatever they want. Um, that is how we know that they are finding what they like and learning how to become a, a reader. I love all of those because that's what our job is, to make them lifelong readers and mm -hmm. And so I love what you're talking about here. So as we leave, what is a challenge for the listeners that you want to give for this next year? Um, a challenge. I'll take a look at it, what you've read. I know we all get stuck with our favorite things, but um, look at your different units and see where can I insert some new media into it? Where could I use new digital materials or new authors? And where could I insert those throughout the year? That's amazing. Thank you so much, Sally, for being here. And you can check out Sally's presentation that she did for our early childhood conference on YouTube. Check out the notes to find that there. Thanks, Sally. Thank you. Have a great day. You too.